Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And welcome back to another exciting episode. Josh has taken the lead today. So what have we got on, uh, in store? Today, we are doing Haunted Creepy Dolls. Oh, Haunted Dolls. Yeah, Haunted Dolls. What did you think? I thought you said Haunted Dollars. That's why I put my dollar bandana on. Ah. Um, well, ah. we could do Haunted Dollars, but I haven't got the research on Can that. we do Haunted Millionaires instead? Oh, I wonder if there is any. Oh, I don't know. Oh, that We'll have to come back to that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, Haunted Dolls. Haunted Dolls. <laughs> so, Pirate My Man, did you ever have a teddy or a stuffed toy or a doll when you were young? I had a red squirrel hand puppet called Squidgy. <laughs> Squidgy the squirrel. Squidgy the squirrel, yeah. And, it, and I used to make him a flying squirrel like that. <laughs> I like it, Squidgy the squirrel. Yeah. And would you say that Squidgy the squirrel was haunted? Uh, only when he got a hand up his bum. <laughs> was he creepy? No, well, no. I suppose the same answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a monkey called George. Oh, okay. And I didn't like his grey beard, so I trimmed it with scissors, and then it became more of a problem because it was more itchy. <laughs> I was going to say that. Just <laughs> turned from an itchy into a scratchy. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> but... They, we can safely say our dolls are soft toys. They weren't haunted. Definitely weren't not creepy. haunted. My, my, do, my, my doll, my, my hand puppet was not haunted. My house was, but mm -hmm. my, my, my hand puppet, no. There's, there's no. I never saw it move on its own or anything like that. Well, today I have a treat for you because I have done some intensive research. I was up till almost 11 o'clock at night. Cool researching haunted creepy That's dolls dedication that is dedication <laughs> and then i had to rush around and get all my stuff ready for work so it was pretty much midnight when i went to bed but today we're going to be discussing the most famous kind of notable dolls that are haunted annabelle yes that is annabelle's on the list it is okay but we're going to come back to annabelle because oh. annabelle isn't actually 
that creepy and scary. No. If that makes sense. I know there's films about it and, you know. Uh, yeah, I know the films have, like, massively, like, uh, over-dramatised things, though, haven't they? But I know yeah. that Annabelle has had some very creepy, factual things happen about her. Yeah. She's been shuffled about from home to home. and But no, no, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, no, I'm stepping on your toes here now. So. You know what? Let's get out of the way. So... Yeah. Annabelle. <laughs> okay, Annabelle. <laughs> just force your hand on that one. <laughs> yeah, nah, we'll just skip forward, that's all right. So Annabelle is a Raggedy Ann doll said to be haunted, and it was owned by Ed and Lorraine Warren. Ev- right. Everyone that kind of follows paranormal stuff knows Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Annabelle was displayed in the Warren's Occult Museum in Monroe, Connecticut in the United States. Right. And it was the inspiration behind The Conjuring and the film Annabelle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And supposedly creepy stuff happened with this doll. Well, I, I've i seen on, um, what was it, Paranormal Court on Camera or whatever, um, that they now lock Annabelle away in a glass case. Yeah. Uh, she's still on display, but it, the glass case is locked. Mm-hmm. And... They'll, they'll they'll make sure that when they shut up shop at night, the lights are turned off. Annabelle's in her case, doors locked. Come in the next day, doors wide open. Yeah, yes, yeah, happens regularly. It still happens this day. Still in the museum. Yeah, and supposedly still haunted. Still doing the thing. Okay. Well, I know that That's... she was she was owned by actual people, not just a museum to start with. She was owned by people, mm. and they had creepy things happening, and just kept shuffling her on to the next people and the next people until. You know, she'd got so much of a reputation that mm-hmm. she ended up in that museum and where she obviously stays to this day. Yeah, and passing on creepy dolls seems to be a recurring theme with haunted and creepy dolls because well, no one wants to keep them. No one wants to keep them, no, of course they don't. So, I'm going to I wouldn't have kept Squidgel. <laughs> if he was haunted flying no. around the house on his exactly. own. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm going to kick things off with the most terrifying haunted doll in history. Oh. This one's a doozy. More haunted than Annabelle. More haunted. The most haunted Has doll. this one got a film about it? I think there has been films about it. Okay. Nothing... But not as famous a films as, like, Annabelle and the Conjuring and stuff. Yeah, yeah. This kind of doll... Well, this, this particular doll seems to be left alone because... I wouldn't say it's confirmed because with these things you can never actually confirm... 100%. No, no. But it's meant to be so haunted that... It's like Annabelle. It's in a display case mm-hmm. to the point where the display case has its own humidifiers to <laughs> preserve the artifact. That's how creepy it is. It's just oh. in its own case. And so we're talking so about whoever owns it now is really actually sort of looking after it because mm-hmm. this one obviously is a lot older. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, any kind of weathering effect could really. And uh, I, I presume that whoever wants, who's looking after it now, wants it kept in mint condition, mm-hmm. even though it's a creepy doll, and should really be destroyed. Yeah, it well. should be destroyed. <laughs> but then, this doll, I'll get into it, but this doll, I think if you tried to destroy it, it would end up destroying you. That's oh. how haunted it is. Oh, okay. So, Fair enough. Right, let's dive in then. Have you heard of Robert the Doll? Uh, I can't say I have. So, Robert the Doll, as I've said, it's the most terrifying haunted doll in history. Now, Robert the Doll is a little boy in a sailor suit holding a stuffed dog. And his face is worn, covered in tiny pinholes, which I assume is woodworm or... If it's made out of wood, yeah, well, which it probably would be if it was that old, yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's a combination of wood and like this old material, but it's been weathered over time and the, it's covered in rips. It's got nicks in it yeah. and it, it's, it's just weathered. It's, and it's an old. And all sorts. Yeah, yeah. And the eyes are small black beads and Ooh. yeah, it, when you, you can Google pictures of it, it's, it's not a nice looking doll. And the mouth is said to smirk. So oh. that's another thing. When it does something evil. Yeah. Or yeah. Is it only when it does something evil? Does it smirk all the time? Has it got a little... It's one of them the dolls. Or? It's open to... What's the word? Interpretation. Interpretation. <laughs> I'm glad you said it because I felt like I was going to butcher that. As soon as I... <laughs> so, so anything longer than five letters, I know you struggle with. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> that is accurate, to be fair. Um, so <laughs> Robert the doll is also said to be the reason for car accidents, broken bones, job losses, divorces, and other misfortunes. Oh. From either people spending too much time with the doll, touching the doll, and interacting with it. So I assume whoever owns it now has like terrible misfortune on a weekly basis. Well, it's, it's in a museum now, so... Right. I'm guessing if people went to the museum and touched it, they'd probably have misfortune. But the museum hasn't burnt down or anything like that. No, no, because he's looked after. He's got his own humidifier. Oh, he's, okay. he's loving life. So Robert the Doll is over 118 years old. Good grief. Yep. And he lives at the Fort East Mortello Museum in Key West, Florida, in a display case. And he was brought there in 1994. Okay. So. And he was privately owned before that, was he? Or Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was owned by a guy called Robert Eugene Otto. Okay, yeah. Remember yeah. the last name Otto. Otto. I, yes. I think I can remember that one. Hey, man. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so the doll was actually given the same name uh, as the owner, Robert. Robert, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it was given to him by his grandfather as a birthday gift all the way from Germany when his grandfather went over there for a trip. Oh, it is a German doll. It is the German Robert doll. And it was said that Robert would treat the doll as if it was human, like his own sibling. Ah. And this is where it starts to get creepy and the, the story of the doll around. It's the, kind of like he's transferred his energy onto it and he's yes. created this ambience about the doll, this, this almost life form. Yeah, to the point where Robert was referring to the doll in first person. So he would introduce the doll as if it was a human a person, and yeah. an actual person. So the museum that we obviously, Robert the doll ended up in the museum in 1994. Yeah. So the museum traced back Robert's origins to the Steef Company, the same toy maker that manufactured the teddy bears in honor of Theodore Roosevelt. Oh, right. Oh, Teddy Roosevelt's. Okay, fair enough. Now, this is all still part of the history of Robert yeah. the Doll. It might have sounded for a second that like I went off track or I'm reading from a script. It's not. I've just got my notes and they're kind of in the right order. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. This is relevant. This is relevant. So, Robert was treating the doll like a human, taking him everywhere, referring to it in the first person. And the adults started to kind of just think 
Uh, it's it's like an imagine. It's a bit weird, but it's no different to having like an imaginary friend. It's it's like a doll. Yeah. But then Robert began to misbehave and blame the doll for all of the mishaps. So you know he'd he'd yeah. knock a cup over. It was the doll. It wasn't me. It was Robert the doll. Right. So, so was he a little bit like dementia that was doing that, or do we do we not know? Is it just the, like his personality that he, he he was just blaming the doll for things that were clearly his fault? And... Yeah, that was exactly okay. it. So he yeah. he was just naughty, and he was just blaming the doll as a way of trying to get out of the telling off or right, the, yeah, the punishment yeah, or any kind of humiliation. And then the adults began to start noticing things about the doll. So. This is where we Oh, get so to. Robert is still quite young at this point then. And it's, yeah. his, it's his parents, uh, presumably, that are starting now to notice that. Yes. Okay. So, okay. so the grandfather. I, I, I just assumed he was fully grown bloke. That's all. <laughs> but, oh, no, no. no. So, so it's a kid that's actually blaming the doll for whenever yeah, so something happened. When I looked this up, I think it was between the ages of uh, like six to 10, that okay. kind of. So he's a, a small child. Yeah. And the adults started to notice odd occurrences of Robert the doll not being where they left him. He was oh. seemed to be moving himself around the house. Right. And to start off with, they just passed it off. They they just thought, oh, it must be Robert. It's very confusing because they're both, both called, Robert. called Robert. Yeah. So the doll... Should we, should we call the, the, the child the Bobby? Let's call the child Robert and... Otto for the oh yeah okay the Robert human. Otto yeah Robert Otto yeah so they just thought it was Otto playing games yeah. and just being a mischievous child but then they noticed that when Otto was out playing with friends or at school or whatever he was doing they started to notice that the doll itself wasn't where they put it and the big one was they they kept Robert the doll at the top of the stairs, which happened to have a window. Yeah. And school children started to notice that this doll was there some days and some days it wasn't. And some days it seemed to move. So school children would actually divert and stay away from Otto's house oh, because okay. they thought that it, it was, was haunted. It was already becoming creepy. Yes. Can, can I ask? Now, you may may or may not know the answer to this question. Was the doll Robert? Was that like part of a whole line of identical dolls that came out, or was he kind of a handmade specially? Ah, uh, I see. I couldn't find much on it, but what I do know about that—very good question. I love it. Hitting <laughs> hitting the hard hitting questions. The outfit, the sailor outfit. Yeah, that was one of Otto's old outfits from when he was oh, like, like a baby, a, a baby. Sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. i assume the doll was naked or had some sort of other clothing that they just replaced probably it just a fabric body full of stuffing i would imagine and then yeah put clothes on it like like my mum used to with her porcelain dolls mm -hmm. yeah. so that could be another thing whereas like you said about putting the the personality onto the doll he's obviously dressing the doll in his own yeah, clothes yeah, yeah. to give it more of a yeah, human that, appearance and yeah but this is obviously like the transference of energy could be there as well so yeah so that's pretty much all about otto the uh, the child that owned it yeah, yeah. so i'm going to butcher this name but myrtle revter purchased otto's house when he passed away in 1974 
So Otto had the doll all the way through his life. Okay, so Otto then inherited the house as an adult, mm-hmm. kept the doll. Yep. And then when he passed away, Myr- Myrtle Revter. Revter. <laughs> that is an odd name. Uh, but I suppose, what was it, German or is it American? I, I don't know. Uh, but sure. either way, they purchased the doll along with the house. The, the doll was in the house already, so right. she just naturally gained a lot of stuff with the house. Yeah, so. well, the furniture and stuff was still there, so she just threw away what she wanted and found a doll and thought, ooh. Yes, so he, she became... He looks like a nice little dolly. Yeah. Let's keep him. Well, that's what she thinks. <laughs> that was the mistake she made. <laughs> so she is now Robert's new owner. Now, she then started witnessing odd occurrences... But it wasn't much. It was just the odd noise, the odd bang, the odd door. So right, it wasn't okay. almost like a regular haunting sort of thing. Then yeah, so it wasn't enough for her to be scared or anything like that. She right. actually kept the doll for twenty years. Oh, she was she okay. was the one that donated it to the museum. Ah, so she was she, the one that figured it out that it's got this creepy. Yes, aspect to yes, it. right. So she she kept it for twenty years. But while she had it, when she had visitors over. They would hear footsteps in the attic, giggling, and Robert's expression would change when anyone was bad-mouthing or talking about Otto, the previous owner. Oh. So anything talking about... So a bad, wooden doll would change its expression. Yes, which is what, where I mentioned the smirk. Bit from before, yeah. The smirk, so it's yeah. kind of plain-faced, but sometimes they would see like a smirk or it would just change expression. Okay, okay. So the visitors started noticing the odd thing and they were telling Myrtle and that was when she decided, you know what... There's something about this doll. Yeah, you know, she put up with 20 years of it, to be yeah, fair, but yeah. she's obviously a strong woman, didn't bother her. Yeah. So, uh, and in the museum, they've now got T-shirts, replicas, uh, letters, movies, all sorts about Robert in the museum, to the point where you can actually pay to stay with Robert after dark in the museum. Okay, yeah. Which I thought was pretty cool. Who the hell wants to do that? (laughs) Yeah. So that's pretty much Robert the doll. Right. A nice little story for you. And okay. he, he's still in the museum to this day, and there's been reportings of, like I say, evil things happening around him. And I, I can't work out how he's associated with car crashes and broken bones, but it's there in the research. They've People have claimed that after visiting this doll in this museum, they've had terrible misfortune. Um there's not really much else to say about it. That's just the most famous one that I could find. Um, it's and, got the most history to it and, like, the most sort of um, documented yeah. things happening. Yeah. And I've, I've read some research. I can't confirm it, but I saw some research that the grandfather on his trip to Germany, when he brought it back, it was the, – the doll could be even older from, like, World War One, World War Two, back – Early, earlier than that, and he brought it over from Germany. Well, 118 years old is before World War One, anyway. Yes, but when he, he got the doll, it would have been from the era of the World War. So some reports were saying that there could have been an evil spirit of like a, a Nazi or a soldier or whatever trapped right. in the doll. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's, he's really old, 118 
years old, well, yeah. uh, probably 119 years old now. I, I would I say it's probably a spirit from before the World War, because this World War was what, when was that, 1918? Like yeah. That. Was it 1913 <laughs> to 1918, something like that? Um, I'm not too good with words. So 118 years from, 20, it's now 2023, so um, it's only, what, 1908, 1908? <laughs> yeah. He's old. He's old. <laughs> He's an old. He's old. He's the most haunted one. And we've already spoke about Annabelle. Yeah, yeah, we've already covered Annabelle. Again, there's there's not much to go by with Annabelle, apart from the, the films and the movies kind of make it more But it's, it's, it's similar stories, though, isn't it? Creepy yeah. things happen, and then people just notice that the doll's moved or, you know, something like that, when nobody's actually touched it, mm-hmm. which is obviously where these legends come from. Yeah, it's just a running theme of them getting passed down as well. And I've also noticed as well the... It, it's more the story behind the creepy doll than it is the actual doll. Because that woman, mm. Myrtle, she put up with it for 20 years. So. Yeah, whatever hauntings were happening can't have been that bad, really, can it? It wasn't horror film material. No. no. Exactly. Surely with Annabelle, it's the same thing, really. I mean, the, the, you know, it, it must be blown out of proportion. I know, like, The Conjuring and Annabelle the film themselves are, you know, mm-hmm. the, you know, proper horror movies, but... Yeah, for someone to put up with it for twenty years, none of that stuff is really actually that ramped up, is it? Can't be. I actually remember laughing watching the Annabelle film because yeah. there's one bit uh, towards the end. I think she jumps out of a window or something. And I just remember laughing, and the whole time I was kind of creeped out. And then it got to that bit, and instantly I was like, "Oh, this is great. This isn't even scary." <laughs> um, so I've got a couple of other creepy dolls to tell you about. Okay, yeah, some brief statements of them because we'd be here all night if I was to go through every single backstory. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Letter the Doll. Letter. 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 This one is good. I so, spell L-E-T-T-A. Yeah. Okay. Letter the Doll. And it actually came from Letter Me Out. <laughs> and, <laughs> and if you couldn't work out from that pun, it's from Australia. Right. Okay. Specifically, a place called Wagga Wagga. This is a perfectly normal name. Yeah, in Australia, that's a perfect... I've been down to Wagga Wagga, mate. So (laughs) this is actually a bloke. So a a guy called Kerry Walton from Queensland, Australia. He's appeared on several television programs with a doll he claims to have found in an abandoned building in 1972. And the doll is called Letter Me Out. Right. Because immediately he was drawn to it and thought there's something... Why? Why? If you went into a abandoned building and found just a random doll in there, you're not going to think, oh, I'll pick that up and take it home with me. Would exactly. you? No, no normal, sane, rational person. Would you just be like, yeah, I can stay where it is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just wouldn't keep it. No. But he did. He kept it for several years. Fair enough. Went on several different TV shows. And very similar to Robert the Doll, uh, it moves in plain sight, and it's... It's covered in uh, scuffs and marks and yeah, whatnot yeah, yeah. over the years. Um, but this one causes damage to the house. Oh. Supposedly. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's the <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly causes damage to the house. So that's Letter the Doll for you. I just, okay. th- I just thought it was interesting with Wagga Wagga. In what way does it damage the house? Did, it, did he go into details on that? No, or? it just says it causes scuffs and marks all over the house. Makes a mess. Oh, okay. And it moves in plain sight. 
Oh, he's actually watched it move. Yeah, yeah, in plain sight, it moves. But he, Fair enough. There might be truth to it because he's he's gone on television shows. There, there so. might be. I mean, we've watched like YouTube videos and TikTok videos where people have mm-hmm. set up locked off cameras. Yeah, yeah. On a doll that sat on a seat or something, and then the doll like lifts its head up and looks towards the camera, mm-hmm. and it's proper creepy. Yeah. You oh, get yeah. proper freaked out by it whenever we watch one of those. Oh yeah, I I hated this. I, <laughs> I, creep. I said to you years ago. I said the one thing I can't handle is creepy dolls. Yeah. So I wanted to research this and get this out of the way to right. to not have to come back to it. And as as it eased your fears of creepy dolls at all. Or? In a way, it has. Yeah. In a way, it really has because a lot of Do, it is doing the research. You kind of think, well, it's not as bad as what you what you made out really yeah like if i had a a creepy haunted doll apart from how it looks if it was just kind of moving i think that would be kind of cool in a way as long as it wasn't hurt like hurting me or my yeah. family yeah, as long as it's not smashing windows or causing cupboards to fly out you know open and yeah like, smash all over the place and yeah, yeah i'd fun. be doing the same as kerry i'd be going on tv shows and parading yeah, it around not make a few quid out of it yeah so this is my favorite little Short story. Okay. Now, this is Japanese, so I'm going to do my best <gasps> to pronounce these names. Oh, good, good luck, mate. I struggle with English, so <laughs> let's see how my Japanese uh, works out. So, this is actually the earliest uh, story of a creepy haunted doll I could find. So, this, oh, right, this okay. is, to me, this is the start of it. This is the earliest I could find after four and a half hours of research. And this is in 1918. Oh, okay. And it's Japanese folklore. And I love that word folklore. You do love folklore. It's one of my favorite words. So Japanese folklore in 1918. A teenager called Akishi Suzuki nailed it. Yes. He purchased a large doll from Hokkaido. For his younger sister, Okiku. 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 We'll go with it, Okiku. So when Okiku... Would it be Okiku? Okiku? Okiku sounds better. Please correct us if there's any uh, Japanese listeners. I know... There there have been at least two downloads from Japan. Dr. Byford, your girlfriend's Japanese. Reach out to us. Tell me if I'm butchering this or... I know he's listening. He loves it. So when Okiku died, her family believed that Okiku's spirit was inhabiting the doll and the hair on the doll was growing. Oh, now that is a creepy one. Yes. I assume that this is a a doll that is actually sort of Asian in its look. Yes. Like with the black straight hair. Yes. So allegedly... When I was doing the research, and I say allegedly strongly with this one, because there was only a few articles, and I've been wrong in the past about this kind of thing. (laughs) But this is where, you know when you see like Japanese ghost videos and the ring, the grudge, you've got that pale skin, long black hair. Yeah. Allegedly... This is where it was based off of. Oh, this doll. the doll is very much like that little white dress and the long black hair. And Yeah. Okay. Yes. Ooh. Sorry, I knocked the yeah. table. Every this week. Is, Every this, week. <laughs> this is where it all started. Okay. And it's evolved over time to the grudge and the ring and yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. it is now. Now, the interesting thing is 
this doll, which is now these days still called Oki, Okiku, Okiku. <laughs> Okiku. <laughs> it resides in the Mineti Temple, where a priest still cuts the growing hair to this day. Really? Yes. Wow. Can you buy clippings of its hair? Oh, if we, if if you can, I think we should get some and put it on our shelf. On the shelf. On the shelf of glory. I'm not sure that I want haunted doll's hair on my shelf. Oh, yeah, I forgot it was haunted for a second there. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it would be quite cool to have something paranormal. Wait, wait, I suppose we could implant it into Minion and see if it still keeps growing. Oh, yeah. That would be interesting. No, that would though. be creepy, wouldn't it? <laughs> that would. Uh, <laughs> minions are scary enough. So, <laughs> the next it's one. scary. Ah, creepy little face. So, <laughs> okay. the Carry next on. one is a bit closer to home. Mandy, Mandy the doll. Oh, okay. Made in England between 1910 and 1920. Yeah. Bit of a, you know, 10 years. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the closest I could pinpoint it, 1910 to 1920. Mandy is a porcelain baby doll donated to the Quesnel Museum in British Columbia in 1991 and it's claimed to have supernatural powers and her eyes supposedly follow museum visitors around the room. Yeah, that's quite creepy. Yes. Now, I've remembered when I was writing this down, my uncle, my uncle Neil, lives in Lincolnshire. And he's he was a head teacher. He had a lovely house. And at the top of the stairs, he had, it's not a doll, but he had a painting of some old guy. And that was the kind of painting... That where, looks always looks like yeah. it's watching you. Yeah, it's very clever when artists draw the eyes so they're you know yeah. absolutely looking dead straight at you. And they? I don't know how they do it, but when I was a kid, I used to go up the stairs and I wouldn't take my eyes off the painting because I, in my mind, something would always want to come out of the right. painting. Okay, yeah. Um, a bit. I think it's Ghostbusters that does that, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ghostbusters Two, wasn't it? Vigo, yeah. Vigo, or whatever. It is. And I would get to the top of the stairs and I would maneuver myself so I could still stare at the painting, and I would walk backwards into the bedroom. <laughs> and I remember on several occasions I would tell my mum and say that painting is haunted, and she'd be like, "No, no, don't worry about." It. But yeah, Mandy had those kind of eyes that would just just follow you. Follow yeah, you, and around. that that's not normal because, like I said. Before, my mum was a collector of like porcelain dolls. Mm-hmm. Don't believe she had a haunted one at all. But when they're sat on a shelf, they're just staring straight ahead. Yeah, you know, you don't you don't normally feel like you're being watched by them. Mm-hmm. So for one, for well, for somebody to actually say that they do feel like they're being watched by them, that is quite a creepy thing. Yeah, I find the porcelain dolls are probably the creepiest out of all the dolls. Definitely. And, yeah, like the Raggedy Ann dolls and stuff like that, they look kind of cute and they look like a child's toy. Yeah, so yeah. It, you don't really think twice about it. But the porcelain dolls, that's a red flag as well. If you go on a date with a girl and you go back to hers and she's got a collection of porcelain dolls, get out of there. That is a red <laughs> flag, I'm telling you. It's not happened to me. I'm just saying, like, I've seen it on on show. So I've just got uh, another quick little one, which yep. I thought was quite cool. So... This one I'm definitely going to butcher. I, I was just looking at that name on the page, and I, I, I good luck. <laughs> so the Palau Ubin Barbie, I think that's how okay. you say it. <laughs> um, so it's just the legend of a haunted Barbie doll displayed in a memorial temple, said to have supernatural powers in Singapore. 
Fair enough. But it doesn't go into any more detail on that one. Nope, that's all I could find on it. I just thought it was different because it was an actual Barbie doll. Yeah. Rather than porcelain, oh, Raggedy Ann. It was but it's act- in Singapore? Yeah. Like an American-style Barbie doll is a, is a haunted doll in Singapore? Yep, and it's in a temple, and it's there to this day. And it's supposedly have supernatural powers. Fair same enough. Same, <laughs> same as Mandy. Do they worship it or anything like that? Or? No idea. It just, that's all it says Fair is enough. it's in a temple. So that's... Pretty much the little stories of dolls I could find. But then I've got a couple of little things for you here, which I found quite interesting. So have you heard of a film called The Great Gabbo? I have. I'm not sure if I've seen it, but I've definitely heard of it. Well, it's by director James Cruz in 1929. It's actually got some good reviews, to be fair. It's not a a terrible film. But that seems to be the first film that featured like a creepy doll. Yeah. Obviously these days like, people would have heard of, uh, it's like a ventriloquist dummy. Didn't the Simpsons do yes. an episode where they'd got Gabbo? Yeah. Yes. That's where I've heard it. That's from. where it comes yeah, from. Yeah. And also Goosebumps done like a version of Night of the Living Dummy. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. that's the kind of look of Gabbo. No, I told you to remember the name. Otto. Otto was the name of the ventriloquist dummy in The Great Gabbo. Gab- oh. Gabbo was the man who controlled Otto. Otto, yeah. yeah. Um, played by Eric von Stroheim. Fair enough, yeah. Could be German, I'm not too sure. Uh, Sounds German, yeah. And the movie is about a madman who, after getting rejected by a woman he's in love with, begins to only talk through his ventriloquist dummy, Otto. There you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily haunted, though. No, I just thought it was kind of cool. And, it was, uh, and, and a little bit weird. <laughs> a little bit weird, but it was just kind of the first film to bring creepy, creepy weird dolls. dolls. Yeah, and yeah. It also kind of... Well, I suppose it's kind of a psychological thriller anyway and that kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah, and it also kind of made ventriloquist dummies uh, be seen differently. Uh, yeah, a little you bit know? sinister. Yeah. Yeah. So we've almost reached the end of my... Haunted doll. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's fine. I mean, presentation. Are we over? We, we, no, we're not over time. We're all right. We're all right. So I'm just going to wrap it up by saying that these days, modern times, you can go on eBay, you can go on Amazon, and people are selling allegedly, allegedly haunted, haunted dolls. creepy dolls. But there's so many of them, I'm starting to think they're not haunted. It's just more of like a craze these days. Probably, but then if if you'd bought a haunted doll from eBay or an allegedly haunted doll from eBay and anything, absolutely anything slightly weird happened to you after Mm -hmm. that and a few weeks after you'd bought it, you'd be a believer, wouldn't you? You'd be just like, yeah, definitely haunted, definitely, definitely. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So to... Can't sleep at night. (laughs) (laughs) So one of the things they do to prove when they're selling these dolls is they have something called a k2 meter a k2 meter right? yeah okay. so it's the device that they put next to a doll and it lights up and that's supposedly to show you that oh the doll like, is yeah haunted. like the electromagnetic meter whatever they're called uh, on what you see on like most haunted and other ghost busting program ghost hunting programs they've got them little electric mm-hmm. they light up when yeah. they supposedly haunt the you know spirit energies yep that's the one. And they, and they just put that next to a doll, and if yeah. it lights up, it's haunted. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, so it's a bit of a craze. You know, people are into it. I, I might argue that if the doll has batteries inside it, it probably would light up one of those electromagnetic meters anyway. Oh, that's exactly what's so, happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll end it there, mate. I think that's pretty much all I've got on creepy dolls. And I think to, I, I can't sit here and say they're definitely haunted. I've not come in contact with a creepy haunted doll or anything like that. But I will say if jewellery can be haunted, if furniture can be haunted, paintings why not a doll well why not i think um largely particularly with like the whole buying dolls on ebay and stuff uh, mm. that that's that's squashing it down to me that's yeah. that's, that's not massively an incentive uh, at all to buy a, a doll mm-hmm. um and it doesn't really give give the whole uh the whole outlook much credence no, no. but Robert the doll definitely got some creepy stories in there. That's definitely sort of pushing my paranormality mm. scale up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, along with Annabelle, who I've seen obviously documentaries on and mm-hmm. before. So I know a little bit about her, obviously. I think everybody knows Annabelle, don't they? Yeah, it's probably um, the most recognisable. The one. most famous, I think, definitely. Even though Robert seems to be the most infamous. Yeah. Um but it's only really those two that uh well actually the, the the one with the growing hair is quite interesting as well but that's folklore as well so it's almost like a myth isn't it in a way but is there somebody who's actually cutting that doll's hair every 6 months or supposedly to this day yeah a priest is still doing that but yeah. why would a priest lie priests don't lie come on Especially Catholic priests, they don't lie. Physically impossible. Well, no, that's because they're Japanese. They wouldn't be Catholic, would they? It'd be Shinto or something. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just saying Catholic Buddhist. priests don't lie. So you know, you got you can trust any kind of priest, can't you? Yeah, none of them lie. So to me, I mean, it's they still rate fairly low on the yeah. paranormality scale. I've got to be honest, because mm-hmm. I mean. These things, I mean, yes, like a, a spirit or a haunting, I suppose, it could be attributed to an inanimate object. Yeah. But, I don't know, it's, for me, man, it's more about, like, maybe the person who owns it is haunted. hmm But then how does that haunting then transfer onto the next person and the next person? So, yeah. I'm going to give it a little bit. I don't know whether to go above five or not. I'm I'm really struggling with this one. Yeah. So that's the it's it's the theme of uh it's it's like I said it's the more story behind the doll, isn't it? It's yeah. not the actual doll. So I completely agree with you. Me personally, I'm giving it a four point eight. A four point eight. Yeah. Four point eight. Because I like the stories and with Robert the doll, uh, when the Myrtle inherited it visitors and her also experienced the same thing you know for 20 years and so there is a little bit of credence to it but then like you say if it is just maybe these two dolls that are famous and known for it the rest of the ones that are now being sold on ebay and stuff kind of do bring it down so i do agree with you it's yeah that's right like i think probably it might even be the first time i'm gonna go a little bit lower than you oh this is a first. Yeah, I think it, I'm, I'm going to go with 4.2. Okay. That's fair. Which, that's which, fair. Uh, which would put it on an average of 4.5. I think that's fair. I, I think that's fairly fair. Yeah. 
I think they've got yeah, they have got a little bit of something to them, but it's certainly not going to send me screaming and running home. No, do you know what I mean? No, which is now why I'm over my fear of dolls from Good. doing this. I'm glad. Because a grown man shouldn't be scared of dolls, really. No, they should play with them instead. I mean, no, no. (laughs) I think you're thinking of a completely different type of doll there, mate. Oh, I didn't even think of that doll. (laughs) I was thinking of my Darth Vader action figure. Oh, right, okay. Oh, no. PG, pirate, PG. PG, PG, keep it PG. (laughs) Anyway, um... If you at home have had an experience with a haunted doll, if you have a haunted doll, write to us, let us know. Uh, paranormality.uk at gmail.com is the email, or you can comment on one of our uh, many social media outlets. Uh, we're on Instagram, we're on TikTok, we're on YouTube, and obviously the downloadable audio podcast. If there is somewhere that you can comment uh, wherever you download that, then go ahead. Uh, let us know what you think. Do you think dolls can actually be haunted, or do you just think it's just a load of bull? <laughs> I, I, you know, we're 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 giving it just a little bit of credence, you know, because I think we're being fair. I think, yeah, you know, we got we got to take these stories on face value, and that's what all we can do. So, yeah, it's our job at the end of the day. Yeah, paranormal investigators, yeah. in a way, well, not not really, but. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of, I suppose, in a way. Uh, maybe. Uh, pa- paranormal discussionists. <laughs> yeah, I like that. We'll stick with that then. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, anyway, you can always um, write in with your creepy stories if you've got something that we've not covered and is completely unique and you think that we need to hear about it and share to the world. Go ahead. Same email address, paranormality.uk at gmail.com. And we're going to wrap it up for this episode. Uh, it's actually been a longer episode than I was expecting. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, we've done well. you done well. <laughs> yeah, I thought I had 10 minutes of material there. but yeah, Well, we we dragged it out. <laughs> like a raggedy Ann. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's it for now. Uh, so until next week, uh, ta-ta. Ta-ta.